Hi, welcome to Drag Hags, where three ladies of a certain age discuss RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3. This week we'll be discussing uh, Snatch Game. I'm Jan. I'm Ren. And I'm MC. And I suppose we should apologize for being a week late on this, uh, because usually we try to get the episode up, like, on Sunday. But we have an excellent, excellent excuse. Yes, we yes. do. We can blame it all yeah. on Shangela. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, all three of us were in Los Angeles for uh, vacation. We go every February, and uh, so we went to uh, on Thursday. We went to Mickey's down in WeHo, and we got to see a viewing party. And Shangela was hosting, and Shangela was amazing. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I, I'd never seen her in person before, and just her personality. She is such a force of nature. She's a, it's just wonderful, and very, very, very nice. So. Yeah, she's was, lovely. Yeah. What was interesting also to me, um, aside from just Shangela being Shangela, was the, the viewing audience there. Um, I would say at least one third of it was, were women. And there were mm-hmm. a lot of just like normally dressed, like very sort of college age kids. Not what I would, I mean, not what I would have pictured, especially in the past, of people who go to, to drag shows. So that was actually kind of nice and very different. I think to me, it shows how much that uh, drag race and drag in general is becoming much, much more mainstream. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm ashamed to admit, I mean, especially considering how freaking queer I am, that was actually the first time I was ever in a gay bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I, I, I have never had the opportunity before, uh, mostly because whenever I've done, you know, queer events, it's always been earlier in the day before the, the bars are really open, so... But yeah, no, I real I didn't realize that until we were sitting there, like right before Shangela came on stage, and I'm like, oh my god, like, how is it that I've been this sheltered? But then I'm also kind of a country mouse, so. Aww. Yeah, I've I've been to gay bars too, not in a while, but in, having grown up in New York, I mean, we used to go to dance clubs and stuff, gay clubs in New York, because it was safer just for like women to be there and just having a good time without worrying about dudes hitting on you and stuff. And um, when I was in London, a straight friend of mine actually took me to Admiral Compton's, which was a bar that was uh, bombed, I think, in the 70s because of uh, homophobic bullshit. Um, and my friend just said, I mean, it was the same thing because he was like a, a London punk back in the 70s. And a lot of the punks were in on the gay scene because it was just a place for people who didn't fit in, hung out together. Um, mm-hmm. And th- so to this day, he likes to support Admiral Compton's because of the fact that they were attacked and they rebuilt themselves. It was a lovely, lovely place. So but a couple of times uh, through the episode, because what happened is they showed the episode and then there were the commercial breaks and Chanji came up on stage during the commercials and like talked about stuff. So there's going to be a couple of times throughout the episode where we can be like, oh, well, Shanji told us this about, you know, things that were cut out or or whatever. Appar- so. Hopefully you two will remember because um, <laughs> I should mention that the bartenders at Mickey's make very strong drinks. I only had two of them, but somehow it knocked me like out like a ton of bricks. So I don't remember a lot of that evening and I didn't even try to get that drunk. Um, but Shanti was lovely. Um, when we first started, actually, I, she also... I think it was kind of cool because she kind of did a... a me- she messed with our heads by coming out dressed as Miss Cleo. And I have photos of that. Hopefully we can put them up on the website. Yeah, and, um, and that was how the episode was promoted, is that she was going to be doing Miss Cleo. So, so it was very much like, okay, great. She's wearing the costume she wore when she did the Snatch Game, but not quite. Yep, she's very, very tricksy, that one. But but not tricksy. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> tricky, not tricksy. Yeah. Yes. 
So this week uh, we started out in the workroom and we were just they were discussing uh, last week's uh, going away and Kennedy was awfully salty about what was going on and people going away again. So I thought that was interesting. Kennedy seems to be sort of turning into a grumpy old man um, or grumpy old queen. It just she's very upset about a lot of things. She gets her knickers in the yeah. I think it has to do with that the queens really aren't being sporting this season. For the past few weeks, the, the messages on, on the mirror have been not at all like they're, you know, taking their loss as well. And that really kind of changes the whole changes the whole feeling of, of Drag Race because, you know, it hasn't been until now where any queen has said anything like specifically rude, especially about a specific queen. And it just sort of like brings the whole tone down and makes it kind of not a friendly competition. And basically, you know, it is a friendly competition because... All these queens, for the most part, are friends, you know, off the competition. You know, they work together, they travel, you know, tour together. It's 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 not like they hate each other, for the most part, in real life. And so having them not, leaving, leaving non-sporting um, messages on, on, on the mirror kind of, kind of make, will make people think, hmm, maybe I don't like this queen after all. And kind of will bring the whole thing of, of the whole community down a bit. Yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, I don't blame Kennedy at all for eliminating Milk. I mean, first of all, Milk hasn't been doing too great in the last exactly. couple episodes. And Milk outright said that Milk wasn't there for Kennedy's drag. So, I mean, that's a threat to Kennedy. So Kennedy should eliminate someone who has basically said, I'm going to eliminate you. Yeah, I just like, you know, I think what's kind of frustrating about this season is there's so much saltiness with everybody that it's it's different than past years where there was still more of a camaraderie and you're seeing a lot more personality clashes i think uh, as compared not as compared to like the regular drag race where of course you had people like you know Fifi versus sharon or what have you where there was outright you know bloodshed going on there so um and it was interesting that ben said that he would have picked uh chi chi um and he's very very cerebral about his choices you can see he's a very smart queen and i think that there's just a lot of you you can kind of see all the 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 wheels turning there which is going to come up again later again that ben's very much in his head on a very intellectual level on how all this is playing out so this week it was snatch game um there was no mini challenge the maxi challenge was snatch game and all I'm going to say is, after nine years and however many seasons of both All-Stars and the series, how can anybody not bring their A-game to Snatch Game? Well, obviously they don't. Exactly. But I'm just, it kind of blows my mind that you know that that's the tentpole of the series now. If you're coming back or you're being accepted, if I were a queen and I were on the show, that one of the first things I would do it would be to nail my Snatch Game personality, look, whatever, and try to work on the jokes. Yeah. That's me. It- well, that's the only way you can win that thing is to be, to be, you know, fast on your feet and to be funny. Right. You have to make Rue laugh. Right. And there are a number of queens who didn't come close to that. Exactly. And it just, I, I kind of just like, it, it just blows my mind that after all this time that we as viewers understand how important this is. And somehow some people have just missed the mark <laughs> again. I almost feel with some of them. It's they did bring their A game for Snatch Game. It's just their A game is not good enough for Snatch Game. Yeah, because I mean, there were some people who were freaking great. And th- there were some people that, you know, I didn't really know who they were doing, but what they were doing was somewhat entertaining to me. Yeah. But there were others who were just like, okay, I know what you were trying to do, but 
it's just not working. And we'll obviously get into that. And then one person who's just like, I, and I'm obviously talking about Chi Chi. Chi Chi's head has not been in this competition since the beginning. No. So yeah. I think that was as good as Chi Chi could give. Right. Which, which is heartbreaking because it's like, oh girl, what are you doing? And we'll talk about that more later, but it was just like, I, I just, all the choices were wrong there. She couldn't even spell her, her character's name right. Oh. Yeah. And I mean, also, I mean, just because we're getting into it now, like Maya Angelou as a concept is not funny. I mean, she's a very regal, very intelligent poet, you know, with this sort of serene, queenly demeanor about her. It's very, very hard to make her funny to begin with. And if you're not a skilled comedian, whatever, you're just going to miss the mark. I, I don't know why she chose that. and couldn't even spell the name. So <laughs> I thought that Trixie was a little overconfident when she started talking about how she was doing Rue and, oh, everybody loves her Rue and she was so great as Rue. That was already, to me, like a recipe for disaster. Um, and actually, in this case, Kennedy was not wrong about why you should not do RuPaul on, on yeah. RuPaul's show. It's just nobody's ever done it right. It never. And, and I think it's hard for somebody to see somebody parody you to start with. And nobody yeah. has like nailed it at all. So I feel the closest was when Sharon did Michelle Visage. Yeah, that was the closest anybody got. Yeah. And, and that's also not doing it, like, right in front of Michelle at the time. Like, Michelle is watching it later after it's been recorded. But, you know, RuPaul's right there. Right, and right next to right next to Twix, Trixie from the placement on, on, on the stage, yeah. too. So it's like, doing RuPaul right next to RuPaul. Ooh, recipe for disaster. Yeah, and, like, Trixie, like, from everything Trixie said, Trixie's been planning to do this since season seven, so... Trixie's had what like three years or something to get this down yeah but I think it's just a matter of you know all all her friends and stuff tells her oh that's really good RuPaul just like you know someone might think they have a really good Gilbert Gottfried impersonation but if someone yeah but you know because their friends laugh all the time but it could be just because the friends are laughing because it's so pathetic and not because it's actually funny yeah. Right. And and uh-huh. I, I honestly, um, as Shangela said later, you know, I blame y'all on the internet for telling her this was good. It's all your fault, which has now become a meme. I've been seeing like the, the gifts everywhere. But yeah, I mean, obviously there's been people who've been telling Trixie this is a good idea, but maybe not so much. Yeah. So Chi Chi said that she was doing Maya Angelou. What the hell is funny about Maya Angelou? <laughs> I was like, where did this idea come from? It's just, yeah, no. I mean, like, she's not funny. She's not a gay icon i like honestly like i don't think of maya angelou as a particular look like i mean i do know what she looks like but i wouldn't like if somebody was dragged up as her i wouldn't be like oh my god that's maya angelou that's like the greatest maya angelou i've ever seen it was just like i I don't know i don't know where chi chi's head was at but as you said chi chi's head has not been in this really the whole season Um, and then Dela decided to be Paul Lynn, which of course my born in the sixties heart just exploded. Oh my god, just Paul Lind. Oh Yeah, I mean we're gonna have a lot to say about Dela as Paul Lind. Uh and I mean like one thing I found really interesting is that nobody questioned Dela doing Paul Lind. It's like they've kind of gotten over the whole boy drag stigma. Yeah, I think as long as long as as, a, as the boy comes off as somewhat gay even if they're not, that's fine, you know? Paul Lind is gay? What? <laughs> hey, he never admitted it. That was part of his, his I don't want to say charm, but... 
But you know, but he was you know from that same school of you know Liberace and Charles Nelson Riley. You just didn't admit it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if anybody didn't know, they were probably some little old lady from some small rural town that just doesn't believe in homosexuals. Um, yeah, I mean, I to me, I, it kind of made me sad that Ben had to explain who and what Paul Lynn was to the other king. Cause this is kind of like little Edie back with, with jinx or whoever, where they come up with a really like what Rue said later on about pop culture and history is so true that like, it, it may, it bothers me when they're like, well, who is that? And when we were at yeah. the live performance, one thing I do remember is Shanji actually asked, asking the audience, does anybody know who Paul Lynn is? Because Shanji didn't know who Paul Lynn was either. Right, and Jan and I were like, we know, we know, you know. <laughs> oh, I was too, because I know who Paul Lind is. I mean, I'm I'm not like of that generation where I saw the, the Hollywood Squares, but I know who Paul Lind is because I know my you know pop culture references, and he's just so camp. Like it was really a perfect choice for Dela. I mean, and I mean for me, it's like I didn't even watch. Hollywood Squares. I grew up as him as Uncle Arthur on Bewitched. Oh yeah, and yeah. the short-lived uh, sitcom, The Paul Lynn Show, and and also his role in um, By My Birdie. Father, yeah. Uh, and it does a great number about what's the matter with these kids today. And apparently, what's the matter with these kids today is they don't do their research on pop culture history. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's not that obscure a figure. I would find Maya Angelou more obscure than yeah. Paul Lynn, and and yeah. and Dela just immediately. I mean, Dela. Did her homework yeah. and Dale knew exactly what she nailed was doing. it. Yeah, and she was funny as fuck. I mean, like just starting from the beginning. I would like <sighs> to talk for a minute about Shanji's accent for Miss Cleo. Oh God, yeah. And I am so glad that Shanji had a backup and one that she could do very well because that accent was it was that, both that a bad skill. Jamaican accent and a bad Irish accent at the same time. Yeah, when RuPaul mentioned the Irish accent, all I could think of was David Boreanaz. <laughs> same here. Maybe me. <laughs> For those of you who don't watch Angel, yeah, um, Angel, the character, was supposed to be an Irishman back like 200 years prior, and, and David's accent is horrific. It's so bad. Uh, listen to Return to the Hellmouth to hear us talk more about that. But yeah, uh, at least Shangela did have the presence of mind to be like, okay, I gotta change this. I appreciate when queens like do that. I mean, it's only happened a couple of times where... RuPaul's come through and been like, hmm, are you sure you want to do that? And then they've actually changed it. A lot of times they'll stick to their guns and it won't work. Right. I give Shangela major props because one of the things about her, and we'll talk about this a little more in a bit too, is that she listens and she learns and she will change course if things aren't working right. I mean, she's somebody who's like made this a major, major evolution from where she first started. And yeah, the fact that she could have, she had two characters that she could play, had outfits for the two characters, and also props and yeah, everything absolutely. else was brilliant that's how you prepare for snatch game i think if you only come to snatch game with one character you are fucked uh, i know when sharon did her snatch game michelle visage was her third choice uh she just wasn't allowed to, like her first one was actually Cher, but as soon as chad stepped in she's like well guess i'm not doing that one yeah and i mean you've always got to have backups and i mean like you have situations like in season seven where you had two people who were going to do Donatella Versace. 
you really don't want to have that happen. So, you know, redundancies. Always be flexible and always be prepared. I mean, I think with Ben, he, Paul Lynn was such an, you know, an offbeat choice that nobody else would have done it. And Ben obviously had spent a lot of time preparing. Yeah. So that was okay not to have a backup. But we don't know. Ben might have had a backup too. We don't know. Yeah. It might have been. Um, And then before we got to the actual Snatch Game, um, we got to the drama of the note from Thorgy. And I don't know why, why Trixie posted it at all it's a good question Shandala did talk a little bit about this like at the show uh i guess somebody actually told Shandala that the note was up i, I want to say kennedy it was either kennedy or bb mentioned it's like hey trixie's got this note that's like not very flattering to you and that's why Shandala was kind of creeping around trixie's workstation because like normally she wouldn't do that you know, if somebody's got some shit written about you, you gotta check it out. Trixie should not have done that. I mean, that was really stupid. Part of me wonders if that was maybe a producer's suggestion. It seems yeah, like something the, that the producers yeah, right, suggest. Just to try to drag up more drama, to create drama for the, the show. Oh, very but, I mean, I, I think Shangela's yes. response, reaction was very, very correct. Yeah, it was just yeah. awful. But I, I give, I also, again, give Shanji points for saying, you know, with third season, Shanji would have done as compared deal to Deal with that kind now. of thing, yeah. But that's part of the evolution is she's learned how to kind of deal with things and not and not go off the rails about it. Yeah. So props on of that. Of course, Shangela, having done this three times now, Shangela really knows how to act in a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> because... Shangela gave the producers enough right. that they could edit it together to make it look like she was gunning for Trixie. Yeah. You know, as, as we will discuss later, things changed. Um, so BB was doing Grace Jones, and it was interesting that other people, including Aja, were sort of like, well, you know, Grace Jones isn't funny. And that's not true. I remember in the day, I've, I've always been a Grace Jones fan. She was like hella funny. She was just weird and very, very, very dry. You sort of had to look for it. It wasn't like overtly slapstick or whatever. Right, but she she always had wicked lines. She always had wicked lines, yeah. But she was a smartass. Well, I found it really funny that Aja was just like, Grace Jones is just a look and an attitude. And I was like, what else do you need for Snatch Game? Right. That's like the two things you need for Snatch Game. And then you need to extract the funny from those. So I think Grace Jones was a great choice for BB. Agreed. And this was actually probably my favorite BB moment from this season. Yeah, and I think she really nailed down Grace's personality too. I mean, she really, really just she was it was brilliant. The look, the sound, the words, the weird shit. It it, it was beautiful. Yeah, works much better when it's not uh, censored. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you know we haven't commented on Aja or Kennedy's snatch game. I mean, one of the main reasons I haven't commented on Kennedy and Aja is because I honestly have no idea who the fuck they were. Um, Kennedy was one of the real houses of Atlanta. And I mean, I've heard the name just from reading gossip columns, but I had no idea who Aja was at all, actually. Um, and Jennifer actually looked her up and knew about it. Well, no, actually, actually, uh, Logo TV was very kind in putting up a day or two later who, who, um, Paul Lind was and, and who Crystal Aviasia was as well. And apparently Crystal was a, an iconic drag queen from like you know, like in late 60s early 70s kind of one of the uh forefront of, of drag being public public yeah okay yeah and from, i thought she was a drag queen yeah and from what rue was saying I, it sounds like there was a documentary or there's something about her because they're from the movie blah 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 so it must have been just yeah. focusing on uh 
Crystal Labaja and her house. So, but I yeah. had not heard of that one. You know, and the thing with Shangela also, um, I just, I just the line that she said for she didn't want to be a four leaf clover fish, and this is something that I just I love about it, Shangela because she she has these little Shangela isms that just work so well. I don't know, it's just a personal thing. It just that really made me laugh. So, yeah, it's it's always something fish. Yeah, it's, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah, I Phaedra. Like I said, I've heard of Phaedra, but I don't really know the character, or the you know, the real life person at all because I don't yeah. watch those Real Housewife anything. Right, but if it didn't matter if we didn't know the character, if if Kennedy could have made it funny, and it could have been a, been a funny busted you know reality show housewife, as opposed to just being there and there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Being there. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, Aja, I didn't know who she was, but I actually thought Aja was kind of okay. Like, I got what she was doing. Yeah, I, I mean, at least you, I got the personality or what the personality was supposed to be like. Right. And she was very funny at times, even without the context of who she was. Kennedy, I don't know where she was. Should we maybe move on to talking about Snatch Game proper at this point? Yeah, because basically the only other thing was there, there was more Shanji Trixie drama. Um, and just how Shangela handled it. So, yeah, then we were yeah. back at Snatch Game proper. So, yeah, Snatch Game, uh... Yeah, <laughs> not one of the best ones. It bothers me so much because Dela, I feel, gave one of the best Snatch Game performances there has ever been. Yes. But everybody else kind of, like, was either okay or terrible. I think Shangela was, was I would give her, like, a uh, B+. Plus. Yeah, Shangela was good. Yeah, I mean, because she's also, we know she's very good at comedy and she's very good at improv. So she kind of rolled with it. I think if it's Shangela and Ben with, like, other strong contenders, it would have been a great show. But it was terrible. It was one of the worst Snatch Games, I think, ever. Yeah, I... Like, I think starting off with Trixie. I mean, you have mentioned this before, being really mad at Trixie not changing her makeup. I was really fucking mad at Trixie for not changing her makeup for RuPaul. Yeah. Because that, she did not look yeah. like RuPaul at all. She looked like Trixie wearing RuPaul's dress. Right. The only about the only props I'll give her is not doing blackface, which was yeah. actually that's a very important thing. I'm really glad she was Trixie as RuPaul and not trying to be RuPaul. But other than that, it was like what the hell are you doing? You could have at least done the makeup to look more blended, more natural, which is what RuPaul always goes for. And I mean, I think the first joke worked okay. Yeah, the first joke was actually very clever, but after that it just, like, fell down. There was nothing else. It's because people have always been like, you know, oh, Trixie's RuPaul is so funny, but she only ever does, like, one line at a time. So it's like, of course it seems funny because it's, like, these little bits, but... Snatch Game is something that needs to be sustained for all of this time. And all of that weird, like, movements. But the head and... movement was making me crazy. I was like, what yeah. is that? Because Rue doesn't do that. And I don't no. know. It was like... It was more like she was trying to be a bad share than a bad RuPaul. Yeah. It, it just... It, the whole thing was a, a hot mess. Next was Kennedy. And I was just like, whatever. I mean, she wasn't funny. She wasn't clever. And and we know she can do this because she won as little Richard and was brilliant in the past. So yeah. what was going on with her head? She was just awful. Yeah. No, I just, it wasn't funny. And it's like, you can sell me on a character that I don't know. Like, I mean, honestly, I didn't know who little Edie was. Right. When I saw Jinx's Snatch Game. I do now. But she still sold it. Yeah, she was funny. But it was funny. Yeah. It was funny. She was in character. It worked. Right. But Kennedy, I... 
I forgot that she was there. Uh, Dela was just awesome. Dela, like, you know, from, and the thing is that, you know, the whole point of Snatch Game is make RuPaul laugh. And Ru would not stop laughing at, at the Paul Lynn yeah. liners. And the thing is, it was also very much in character because that was Paul Lind on on Hollywood Squares. He was yeah. just boom, 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 boom. And also, Dela knew how to play to Carson, how to play to Michelle. He was playing to everybody. He wasn't just yeah. kind of in his own little bubble. Yeah. No, I mean, if I'm going through the seasons of everybody who has done like snatch games i think dela uh jinx and alaska are probably like the the all-stars of snatch game they're uh, the ones who absolutely get it yeah i would also add pandora as uh, carol channing because i think pandy's yes. carol channing was brilliant unlike bobs but whatever yeah so uh i mean like dela even if you didn't know who paul lind was you knew that she was in character there was a character there yeah, and you could figure out very quickly who and what he was supposed to be. Yeah, and just, like, great off the cuff, you know, because I don't know if they know who the uh, contestants are before they right. actually come on the show. And, like, playing with Carson and Michelle that, yes, this is, it's 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 improving, And Dale has already shown Dale is really good at improving, And, yeah, no, I think it just, it was... Honest, it really was one of my favorite Snatch Games that we've... Just her performance in Snatch Game. That was one of my favorite performances in Snatch Game. And she was coming from such a... Even though boy drag is more accepted now, it's still a handicap. Yeah. So the fact that she did so well speaks a lot to how good Dela is. Yeah, Chi-Chi was just a hot mess from the beginning name spelled wrong and never once funny couldn't think of a joke i mean you would think somebody would actually say why does the cage bird sing you think of a punchline in advance you know if, even if you're not good at improv you try to work on your lines and crickets it was just like where were you chi chi i mean uh chi chi the, the last time she did snatch game she did eartha cat right and i actually feel like she was trying to do some of her eartha kit with maya angelou just like a more sophisticated version of it right and i'm like ah oh, chichi i mean i i have no problem with chichi but like yeah. she just does not seem she's given up yeah well you can see that and uh, we've already discussed Grace Jones. We've already discussed Crystal Beja. Um, and then, of course, Kristen Chenoweth, who's one of my personal favorite Broadway babes, um, just in there in the middle of everything. And she's right. Nobody's ever done her. And I know she has a big gay following. She's another sort of Broadway diva type. So I'm glad she was there, too. But it, it's hard to do her because, you know, she's, you know, part of, of Kristen Chenoweth's thing is that she's so small, you know, and and, and any drag queen doing her would be like, you know, the giant economy. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. Well, there are a couple of tiny queens. I like Kristen Chenoweth, I, but I wish she wasn't there because I, they spent a lot of time giving her a spotlight to answer questions, and I felt that would have been better served with more queen questions. Yeah, I, I wonder, I mean, that was obviously editing to me. I'm wondering what, if, it, if the show was so bad that they had to Give us more of Kristen's stuff because everybody else was kind of Fair just enough. flatlining. Yeah, I don't know because I know that um, I think it was Pandora a while back. They they said that you know with the snatch game there was a lot that wasn't shown and they always seem to edit it down. It's a yeah. shame. I would love to see like the you know even if it was online just like the VH1 to run the entire show and see what was cut out. Yeah, and see if it it, it changed perceptions. And then we had the flower power uh, runway stuff. 
Yeah, I, the first thing I thought of, and I mentioned this when we came out of the show, RuPaul's edges were really rough in that wig. And it really bothered me because RuPaul is usually fucking flawless in her yeah, look. Yeah, but... I don't know what's been going on, but I've noticed that like a lot this season, that there's something off with, with the wigs. So yeah. yeah, you pointed it out and I'm like, yeah, you're right. I knew there was something going on, but did Ru get like a new wig stylist? <laughs> I don't know. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, it's just odd. So, um, flower power. Um, first we had Aja. Um, and I don't even remember. I just wrote down meh. I don't even remember what she was wearing. Yeah, it, no, my, all I have to say is that she was really unrememberable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but I wasn't mad at it. It's like, okay. It was meh. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of didn't really like the bright yellow wig with it. Yeah. The outfit itself is no. okay. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm blanking on what she looked like. Um, Shangela was amazing. The the pregnant Beyonce thing, and, and actually she was wearing that at the club for the photo ops afterwards. Yes, and, it, and it's amazing up close and personal too. It was just beautiful. Yeah, it was flawless. Red and I were trying to to clock uh, bits on it, and the only thing that we we really thought was that if you look at the back of it, the zipper is a little bit wonky. But but I mean we're costumers, so we you know we pick out on stuff like that. But uh, the the sequin right. and the flowers looked really great applied to the dress. Yeah, she looked beautiful. Those were good on camera. Yeah, she was just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So that was a that was a a, a really nice surprise and beautiful. Um, yeah. And Bibi was stunning in her black dress that was um with black with flowers. <sighs> Well, I don't know, stunning. She was BB, and you know, it was just another one of these elegant gowns. No, I just, I think BB is stunning just visually. I mean, she's just tall and elegant and beautiful, and she knows how to do it. That doesn't mean it's necessarily a winning, winning formula, but I thought she was neat. So go on. No, it's just that it's just it's more of the mm -hmm. same from her. Yeah. And you know, if she's supposed to be, uh, you know, so she she won season one. You'd think that she would do more in order to to win again, just because. You know, she's already won once. It might be embarrassing to win, lose to all these other people. Yeah, but. I found it. It was pretty, but it was boring. Uh, I I wasn't really there for the all black look. I would have maybe liked if like the flowers, if the flowers were all black, maybe tipping them with red or silver just yeah. to make them stand out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's fair. And I thought, can uh, I put down Kennedy was a mess? That was the the sunflowers and stuff. Oh, I kind of liked it. I mean, it was kind of basic and it could have used a bit more, but I liked the, I liked the colors and I liked the, I liked the bottom of the dress, even though colors. Yeah, I, I know there was something slightly off. I liked the sunflowers, but like the sunflower in the eye and it, it, he's right. It was a little bit arts and craftsy. I think it, it needed a little more sophistication, mm -hmm. but it, it was okay. I thought it looked a little cheap to me. Yeah. Um, a little, you know, too much of, you know, buying a bunch of sunflowers at Michael's and just like gluing them to a dress. So, but that's just me. Yeah, so we sort of agree with Carson, even though Ren does not. And then Chi-Chi was in the lilies, I think. Oh, that was a hot mess in many ways. It was, it was definitely she went to Michael's and, and, and got him on yeah. sale. Yeah. And somebody actually like described her as like a slutty teenager who went to the prom and then got married or something like that. Um, that sort of worked the way it okay. is. Yeah, one of the judges said that. And yeah. it was, yeah, it didn't quite... It, it was a little amateurish again. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand, like, the top with the bottom, but it didn't, it seemed incongruous to me. Right. Like, it's almost like the the way the, the, the dress, the skirt was cut, it seemed more of like a businesswoman type thing. Like, I felt like it should have been a long, fuller dress, maybe more of a gowned type thing, and the top might have worked then, but it just, 
it's just, ugh, I just didn't like it. Yeah, I think that's, unfortunately, indicative of a lot of Chi-Chi this year. It's just like yeah. it never quite comes together. Um, I like Trixie's because Trixie went with um, sort of a goth Lolita look um, with lots of flowers over it. So it was a little different. But again, I wish she had changed up her makeup. Yeah, I don't think she's ever yeah, going to no, do that. Yeah, no, she's never going to do that. She's not. I wouldn't call it um, uh, goth Lolita because goth Lolita is, is much darker. Sorry, speaking as somebody who has uh, done a lot of EGL. Uh, but there is like the choir Lolita. So that's very much what she was going for. Uh, the only problem I had with Trixie is that there were so many flowers that they stopped reading as flowers to me. It started to look more like lace. Yeah, it was a little too busy. Yeah. Which is, was pretty, but for me, it just wasn't, you know, coming off as flowers. Yeah, I, I think it was a good attempt for her to try to at least change her look and not just do the country girl thing. Yeah. So I, I give her props for at least making the attempt to, to think outside of her normal box. And then Ben was also in sort of the, the Lily family and i think ben looked absolutely a uh, stargazer lily um looked very very beautiful too so yeah, she yeah i think my favorite bit about ben's dress is that ben went very different from everyone else everyone else was wearing a dress with flowers on it and while ben did have flowers on her dress her dress was also a flower so it very much had the shape of a of a lily and that that worked really well. This is like, this is something different, but still within the confines of the challenge. So it was very creative to me. Yeah. And I think the color was good on her. Just everything kind of worked beautifully again. So her aesthetic is really, I mean, I've always liked her aesthetic, but I think it's like gone nuclear at this point in terms of the level of, of beauty. So she knows how to be pretty and sophisticated as well as being kooky yeah. and, and offbeat. So the judges gave their critiques and Aja and BB were both safe. Or the winners were Shangela and Ben, to hopefully nobody's surprise. Um, because they really, well, no, they, they stole the show both times over. I mean, I don't think there was any question as to who should have won. Mm -hmm. And our right. bottom three were Kennedy, Chi Chi, and Trixie. I would agree with those judgments. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And I, but I th I've noticed that Trixie's starting to get way too much into her own head. She's starting to get doubtful and emotional. And I think that's starting to handicap her too. Now, I think she's really frustrated because at this point she's n never won a challenge. Like I, even going back to her season, I don't think she ever won a challenge. So no, yeah. she didn't. I can see that getting into her head where it's just like this constant safeness and knowing that safe isn't really safe, especially when you're getting to this. I mean, what are we at? Like top six at this point? Or we're almost at top six? Yeah. yeah. I think we're at top six next week. So yeah. yeah. It's the halfway point. So things are very, very yeah, the pressure is starting to get on big time. Mm -hmm. And the lip sync, I thought, was just amazing. Well, I always like the cooperative ones, even though, you know, they're trying to win it. I don't really like it when they just sort of like, you know, throw it in the towel and, and sort of do it together to make it one just great performance. Yeah. I personally would love to see Shanji and Ben do something like planned together, mm -hmm. you know, just at a show sometime. Because I think the two of them worked well with each other and against each other. Um, it just it was just great and it worked with the song everything was just like on point I think yeah well I think if the, you really wanted to like decide which one was the winner I think Shangela slightly edged out Ben in that I thought Shangela's performance was just a little bit better but I'm glad they both won it's nice though it's not my favorite of the uh, double wins I don't think anything's ever going to beat uh, Alyssa and uh, Tatiana they were just so good but yeah 
but still yeah. this was this was a lot of fun i enjoyed it so um after well actually before the the lip sync we had the deliberations and the discussions with people and i think chichi was really really telegraphing that she was ready to check out she just kind of has thrown in the towel i feel she's been doing that for the last couple episodes just been like put me out of my misery you know yeah if i was at the bottom just send me home you know which unfortunately you know it's just been feeding upon itself because if you feel defeated then you're not going to bring your your full self to the game and it's just going to keep perpetuating which is sad yeah and chi chi probably just thought that people were just dragging her along to like boost them up so that's not gonna really help her break out of this so it was it right. was her time to go it was probably her time to go a couple episodes ago but she's gone now so Chi was ready to check out and um trixie is still trying to get ahead i think you know trixie still has some fire in her belly despite her head where her head is at which is good because that's the only way you're even if you have self-doubts if you give up entirely you're gonna go home Right. And Shangela, I believe, said this actually at the show, that the whole reason why she made her decision, and she used a Game of Thrones reference again, that if y- you can't just make alliances with your friends, it's a, I mean, because Chi Chi, in the position that she's in, is in no position to actually help out Shangela at all. Right. Because she's been consistently in the bottom. She's completely defeated. So that alliance isn't going to help her out at all. Meanwhile, Trixie is somebody who still has a fire, still wants to fight, could still break out of it, and could be more helpful. So, yeah. No, I mean, I I definitely understand the decision. But boy, did the Chantla and the producers milk it to try and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I, I saw a meme somewhere where they had uh, just the text with Chantla like reading like basically word for word for word of what Trixie, you know, oh, and they have a show and they do this. And then, you know, the, the, the punchline is Chi Chi. Um, this queen is bald and from Wisconsin. I've yeah. chosen Chi Chi. <laughs> yeah. It was like really funny. It's like, yeah, I, they definitely milked it. And I, I think Shanji is somebody who's really, really good at strategy. I mean, I will be shocked if she doesn't win or at least is top three because you know, she's she's talented, she's funny, she's creative, and also she knows how to play the game. The strategies have been working very well for her. Yes, yeah, no, indeed. I don't think that we've ever seen somebody play the game like this since Alaska. This yeah. is somebody who really knows how to play RuPaul's Drag Race. So Yeah, so you're, she's showing the smarts that she has to, like, how to manipulate. And I don't mean manipulate in a bad way, but just manipulate the situation to her advantage, which is what you have to do yeah. if you're going to keep going. Whereas I'm noticing, and I think we'll talk about that more in the next episode too, Ben is starting to get self-doubtful and getting very burnt out by the decisions and not wanting to play the game. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Which worries me because I think Ben is like, you know phenomenal too but i think ben just his head is in a different place than shangela because shangela is seriously hungry for it and that's not a bad thing yeah i mean at this point ben has broken so many records in terms of drag race ben is now tied with alaska for most wins overall over their two seasons ben is has won the most challenges in a row Ben is the first person to ever win the first five challenges. Yeah, so Ben has done fantastically. And I think actually doing it so early in the competition is really fucking amazing. Because you have more competition at at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, And I mean, yes, it gets harder as you go along because there's more of a fine, you know, like a magnifying glass on you. 
but still, like, going down from, like, 10 to you know, 7 at this point, that's, that's a lot of competition to, like, stand out in front of, so... Okay, yeah. also, I'm just noticing, because it was interesting, that RuPaul pointed out to Kennedy that if Kennedy had won Snatch Game, Kennedy would have been the first queen to win two Snatch Games. Actually, Dayla did it. Dayla, Dayla did it, took, yes. I just went to check, and yep, she won her Snatch Game in her season, and then won again. And it's interesting that nobody, like, you know, put up big banners and, and set off fireworks on that. But yeah, yeah. so th- another record well, there. Well, I'm pretty sure, did they show RuPaul talking to... Uh... Dela? Very, very briefly. Just sort of, oh, you're doing RuPaul and kind of oh, laughing about Paul it. And that was it. Yeah, Paul Lynn. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, Paul Lynn. People with name Paul in their names. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Ru just sort of went, oh, okay. And, yeah. and bought it and they cut out anything else. So Yeah, it's possible that, that RuPaul actually had mentioned it and they cut it out to like preserve the surprise or something. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like they put the thought in your head by ha- mentioning it with Kennedy. And then later on when... Uh, when when Dela won, suddenly it's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. It's just funny because I haven't seen it mentioned anywhere online, which is why I just went to check. So, you know, good going, Dela. Yay, um, Dela! Woo! Yay. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> we we know that she's like a loyal, loyal listener. Oh yeah. Oh yes, they all are. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um. You probably remember more than I do what Shanji said at the show. So um, is there anything else that you can remember that, that she had said or shared with us? At this point, no. I think that was every... I mean, at one point I had to run out to feed the meter, so... <laughs> yeah, well, there's also at one point she, she only was hosting for about half the show. Then she went backstage and, and changed into her, her uh, pregnancy yeah. outfit. So, yeah. <laughs> she only wore the two outfits, right? She was Miss Cleo and then she was... Yeah, she wore right. the two outfits. By the end of the show, she was fairly drunk because they were giving her champagne (laughs) and she performed i believe she lip-synced two songs yeah yes Yes. two songs and don't ask me what they were because i didn't didn't know them they're probably beyonce songs for all i know yeah that's what i was thinking i i didn't recognize the songs but what at least one of them i would assume is beyonce i'm embarrassed to say i I, it's all a blur i don't remember (laughs) i got to help shanji down from the stage because yes, we were she right in the front and I, I gave her a tip and she took the tip and grabbed my hand to come down from the stage. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she was. Yeah. I mean, if anybody listening gets the chance to see Shangela perform, do it. Yeah. She, even in my inebriated state, I know how awesome she was. She just radiates major, major talent. She's amazing. So. Yeah. And she's lovely to her fans because yes. um, we all got photo ops and stuff afterwards. And I said, I had a problem with my picture and noticed it before I left. And then just like one of, and, and Shangela was like, Oh, of course you need to have a picture with me. I mean, she was really lovely about it. It wasn't like, Oh, go away. Or you have to pay another five bucks or whatever it was. She was really gracious, which is lovely, which is really yeah. nice to see when performers treat their fans. Well, yeah. so. I got a nice hug and her eyes lit up when I said that I had come all the way from Canada to see her. Yeah. Uh, so, so definitely yeah, go to, and if you're listening, I think she's, uh, well, she's not hosting, this coming week, because um, she's off in Peru, I think. They're, yeah. they're in South America. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, on March 1st, she's actually hosting here in Chicago oh, okay. at Roscoe's Tavern along with Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I believe Alyssa is at Mickey's in her shed. Well, Alyssa was, next, was last week, and uh, Morgan is going to be there on the 1st of March. You pay attention to the posters that they had. Um. <laughs> I do. I, I do. I remember seeing the Alyssa one. I don't know if I saw the Morgan one, but. But I, well, right now, I know the reason she wasn't there last week was because they're all on uh, doing the South America tour. Because uh, I follow Shanji on social media, as 
I think all of us do. And she's just been posting cool pictures from Peru and Chile and places like that. So, Well, before uh, we leave off on this episode, I think we should mention that, you know, since you mentioned the social media, we have now set up lots of stuff for drag hags online. We now have our own website. We're draghagspodcast.com. So if you go there, you can find all of our episodes and we will put up the pictures from when we saw Shangela and we have a Twitter now. And that I believe is also drag hags podcast. Uh, I have to follow that. (laughs) (laughs) One of us needs to post stuff on there. So yes, But yes, we are uh, doing more social media stuff so you can find us more online. So we were all excited for Snatch Game and unfortunately it wasn't quite as exciting as we would have liked, but there were some excellent performances despite that. Yes. So. Shall, we, shall we do our charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent? Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for remembering. See, I'm still recovering from our trip to Los Angeles. You two, yes, you two have concrete and oh, I yes. don't. <laughs> I apologize for my gravelly voice here um in terms of charisma um i'm gonna give it to shangri this week because we were there we were yeah. in, oh, yeah. in person she just she is the living embodiment of charisma yeah definitely and for uniqueness um i would say dela yeah yeah that ball yeah. in yeah i mean yeah. That, that's definitely thinking out of the box and yeah. just running with it yeah and i would also say nerve for yeah, because it says a risk yeah. to take, which could... But, I mean, that's... I think that also when um, she did uh, Maggie Smith's Countess Violet back in the day, also from Downton Abbey, it was a it was a very nerve... You know, it was it was a different thing to do. Hey, was, oh my God, a nerve that's not, like, in the negative for once. Yeah, it was just like, yay, just, just you know, like Chi-Chi, positive. Um, and then talent, Shanji, Shanji, Shanji. Shanji and... Dale. And Ben, yeah, they, they owned ben, this episode. Yeah. Those two, they like everybody else was just there. Yeah, everybody else did not need to show up. Yeah, yeah. I like I said, I would love to see the two of them work together and just like do a show or, or do something like Trixie and and uh, Katya. Katya. Yeah, not not necessarily constantly, but I would just love to see the two of them interacting and doing a thing together because I think they work really well together. We could do like a double stand up. That would be awesome. There you go. I, I I would like be there in a hot minute so so i think that's it for our snatch game episode yes next week we'll be uh talking about the andy warhol ball yes we'll be talking about andy warhol's balls um <laughs> are they a little dusty probably at this point <laughs> and they have a wig on them <laughs> Ooh. so until then this is jam and ren and mc bye bye bye, bye.